0: Trans spotting contains adult language, juvenile humor, and honest depictions of trans joy. Consume at your own discretion. I love love it. it. wanted to record the intro now. We already did it twice because I fucked it up the first time.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Transpotting. My name's Marcia. Thank you all for joining us. And I'm Celeste. You know, I'm here doing my thing. We're hanging out. We're about to have a good time. So
0: awesome. I forgot to introduce myself. You sure uh, did. We'll so start with that. So I'm going to go ahead and make sure we do that. I'm Riv, one of your co hosts. And today we've got Alyssa McKenzie coming in on our show for our very first guest. Welcome, Alyssa.
2: Oh, very nice to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. I I really appreciate it. And um, I I know we've talked for a while. uh, And, you know, it's an honor to be here.
0: It is an honor to have you here.
2: Um, So for... No, everybody doesn't know who I am. So I mean, I know uh, a a lot of people know me from my social media presence and stuff like that, mainly from, from Twitter, some from, you know, from other platforms and whatnot. Um, I am a, I'm an advocate. I am a non-binary trans woman. I'm 23 years old. and live in Florida, which is not um, the place to live uh, currently right now, um, with a lot of other places in the United States. So, um, What kind of activism work do you do? I used to be a uh, an organizer with the Human Rights Campaign for a bit. I worked on the 2022 midterm election. In Florida, which was one of the only corners of the United States that wasn't celebrating because we got our butts kicked. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so but much gerrymandering down there. Tremendous, for sure. You know, we dealt with um, some really unique challenges, uh, and that's the nicest way that I can really put it. Um, but I know it was a tremendous learning experience. I had never been involved with any type of you know political work. Before that, I, I used to be a board member for the local LGBTQ Democratic for, my, uh, for my, my county, and I served on the board for them yeah, about a year. And then that's what kind of led me to HRC. So I started working with them in September of last year and worked through the elections, I got to work with all of the candidates, got to work with a coordinated campaign, It was amazing. It really was. Uh, If anyone has the uh, opportunity to work with an organization like that, I would highly recommend it. It is so incredibly empowering and uplifting and to work in the same room with so many people that really genuinely want to be there, that give a damn. Uh, It's -hmm. just, it's the best. It really is. Um, It's, it's super cool to be involved with the people that are essentially going to be kind of, you know, Taking the torch from a generation that is trying to set everything on fire. Uh, so, um, taking the yeah. torch and being like, "Don't light anything with that." Please, here you've yeah. been. Yeah, you've you've proven we need yeah. to take that and give it to someone else. I'm mm-hmm. just um, gonna put that down over here for safekeeping. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Everything's fine, and uh, we we just think it's the best idea that someone else, other than you, ever has it again. Mm-hmm. That sounds sorry, right, right? Yeah, I'm sure we could pull right. that so off. We it, and, it, yeah. yeah, we could. We could say it in a in a in a uh, a non-confrontational way, In particular, recently we just had some heavily anti-trans LGBTQ legislation that just got passed, and um, it's been very emotional. I'm sure, it's been very difficult to process but at the same time it's it's also been a true testament to the people that are stepping up and are are doing something to help about this Uh, and part of that has been really kind of just something that we know very very well in our community is just kind of sticking together and um you know and being as positive and uplifting as we can and um one of the things that we were talking about before we uh hit record um was being able to do the normal things you know the everyday things that we get to do that um that keep us sane you know like going out dancing or you know going out with a girlfriend and talking to them and um, you know stuff like that and we uh my my wife is actually a um, He is a big line dancer, of all things. Um, She Mm -hmm. loves country music. Um, Yeah, and, uh, like, me personally, um, I will not say it's a guilty pleasure. I won't. Uh, I will say when I was back in high school, um, when we first moved to Florida, I actually got pretty heavily into country music. So it was like, that was my jam in high school for quite a while, which is pretty funny considering what I listened to after that. But um, I never thought I would really be the type of person to, um, to start getting into line dancing, but it kind of lo and behold became something that we both started really enjoying. And, you know, she was off doing her thing for months. You know, she'd go on like, you know, a couple days a week with friends and um she just you know she would occasionally ask but wouldn't push you know she was like you know if you ever want to come with me you're more than welcome and i'm like yeah i don't think anybody wants to see that so (laughs) i don't really uh, think i'm the greatest of dancers that's because i haven't tried i feel as it turns out i'm not too young so yeah had no idea um I'm not the greatest at it, but I'm definitely not the worst. <laughs> um, and it's, it's been fun. Like it's been a really cool outlet, you know? So that's um, been some of what we've been doing and um, you know, and it's nice to have those moments and the people that we go to, um, you know, to dance with are pretty vociferous allies. So don't really have to worry too much about people causing too big of an issue but i haven't had that you know that, that type of experience like very often if at all so that's
0: good
2: yeah uh, so but i mean we get those moments and we still with the climate being what it is we still have to carve those moments out we just have to be more careful about and you know and intentional about the time that we spend so yeah that's what that's what we've been doing
0: yeah, carefully, like, planning and strategizing just in case those things
1: happen. Yeah. Right? That's so hard. That's definitely something I can empathize with. Not long ago, I was living in East Tennessee. So, like, that was the climate that, I, you know, I came out as trans in and had to adapt. And there's just a lot of uncomfortableness in all of that. So, it, But it's really important. And I'm really happy that you've you have found some nice places to, you know, just... Be yourself be fully accepted and all of that that's so good so important
2: definitely you know and, and I think a lot of it too is you know um, it took me a long time to find the confidence that I needed to find uh, in order to be able to find those places you know and I think so much of the trans experience kind of comes along with having the confidence uh, and you know for lack of a better term kind of Um, putting yourself in those uncomfortable moments where you literally have to tell yourself, um, I am not going to be able to conduct my life as an everyday um, person in my authentic form if I don't get over some of my own personal hangups and fears. Um, And that's, you know, there are a lot of factors that come into play to that. Um, But I think once I found that, I, I think I kind of just ran with it and didn't look back because I don't really have those issues, um, you know, like I like I used to, where I I will never ever ever forget the first time I went into a public space as myself by myself. Yeah, went to the grocery store and I was in the car, and I remember sitting there and asking, you know, had the keys in my hand, had my purse in the other, and I just sat there um for probably a good five minutes and then eventually i took a deep breath closed my eyes and said get out of the car Alyssa." and i did and now they can't get rid of me so i'm glad they can't <laughs> i i
0: i have very similar experience i think we talked a little bit about this before yeah. celeste and i but uh yeah i uh it, it's one of those, like, it's now or never. Like, are we going to do this or are we not going to do this? Like, are we actually going, I uh, say, the, the royal we, of course. Are the we going we. to get out of the car <laughs> and be brave today? Or are we going to go back home and order Instacart again?
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is that not the circle? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, the grocery store is a powerful place because... Nobody's really looking at anybody there, but and you don't really think about it until you're well outside of your comfort zone in that, Mm -hmm. and so
2: yeah, very true. And there's the the complications of standing in line, and you know who's looking at me, who's not looking at me, who's possibly clocking me, who's not, um, you know, all that, all that stuff, and navigating that, and you know, just eventually getting to the point to where you just. Don't really see it much anymore. Um, yeah, you know, I try to be really purposeful in moments like that. You know, it's like, hey, I'm I'm going to the store for a reason. So let me go get my stuff and go home. Uh, and it's not that easy. Um, you know, until until it is. Until it's just like, hey, I have shit to do. I have to go. Yes. Um, I didn't ask you. I am so sorry, but um, am I allowed to swear?
1: Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Beautiful. Um, yes. Yeah. Don't worry. That's something I have we marked, gotta start uh, covering with our with yeah, our guests. We should probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for
0: being for being the first guest and uh, asking the hard hitting questions.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, the, yes. Uh, I.
0: Uh, for those who don't know, I I'm I get to decide uh, when I m- check the boxes when I do distribution to podcast services. Yeah, it's gonna be. We're gonna swear. It's gonna be fine. <laughs>
1: right it's
2: gonna
1: be right yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. okay usually it's me swearing
0: That's... honestly usually it's me swearing the most but
2: yeah <laughs> fair enough fair enough i yeah. figured i would ask uh, i probably should have done that in the reverse order before I, before i did but um it's okay but here we are
0: yeah i think we're gonna be doing a lot of like reverse order stuff for our first yeah. time doing the interview um gives a lot of a lot of great uh info and i covered a lot of my questions already actually yeah
1: oh shoot okay <laughs> no you know
2: you're doing great no you're, you're you're great yeah okay very cool well good um i mean if it's if, if i haven't um answered all of your questions yet for sure um, i'm glad oh we've got
0: more we've got more we've Don't got worry. many more
2: we're, good, gonna, we're not done
0: that. We're not out of the hot
2: seat yet all right okay i can deal okay. all right well i'm gonna, I'm gonna...
0: <laughs> Back up a little bit here, uh, since you touched a little bit on, um, you know, having to put some fears aside to be yourself and go and live life as yourself. Even things as simple as going to the grocery store are terrifying the first time you do them, second time you do them as your authentic self. Um, What kind of, uh, aside from that particular story, are there any other fears that you have kind of pushed past to live the best life that you possibly can at this point in regards to, especially in regards to being trans, but just in, in general.
2: Um, Yeah, there's, there's been many actually. I mean um, like for instance, I think one of them was, you know, I, I, first I didn't ever think that I would be the type of person that would be able to get up in front of, you know, school boards and committees and, you know stuff like that, and and actually speak on on the record for you know a three minute section, uh, and you know speak to issues that are so important. What for so many different reasons. One, I didn't I didn't really think I I I had the ability of doing that. Um, nor did I think that I could have the like composure to do that. But as it turns out, it's you know part of this entire journey has been, you know, really discovering myself uh, and a big piece of that has been finding who I really am in authenticity. Uh, And as it turned out, it wasn't as simple as just, you know, uh, coming out as trans, telling everybody, going through the anxiety of that. And then, um, and then moving on Um, There's way more to it than that. And I found out as it turns out, there's, um i'm I'm very lucky to have the ability to be able to to do those types of things to be leader you know to be a leader in in situations and kind of gravitate towards those those moments um I never thought I'd find that ever uh, I never thought I would be the type of person that would be able to go to um the board of medicine meetings that I'd been attending. I'd been to every one of them since August wow. of last year. Uh, when they started, you know, um, when they started going after gender affirming care, uh, and, yeah, you know, I had been giving testimony on the record. You know, there were moments of just absolute ridiculousness that came along with that. That you know, I was quoted in, in different people's videos as getting up and screaming, "Hey, you, you can't do this, um, and what you're doing is ridiculous." And I am going to take the opportunity to call you out on that. And to take the moment that you're attempting to take away from us. Um, I never thought I would be the person that they made sound clips about and stuff like that. But yeah, it turns out I can be that bitch. Um, So if I have to, yeah, yeah, if I have to be that person in those moments, um, I will absolutely be that person in those moments. And it's, you know, it's turned out to be inspiring to other people, um, you know, who rally in the same kind of moments with me, which is great. Um, that's what, that's what we really kind of need. I wish we didn't, and I wish we didn't need it as much as we do, but, um, we need that. And it's, it transcends the, the, you know, the moments that we're going through right now, it's bigger than that. Um, it, it turns out it's a good metaphor to have in life, you know, um, when you truly believe in something and it's, it's worth fighting for. And when somebody decides they're going to challenge it. Um, or attempt to try to dictate that for you, I have found that you will be very surprised what you're able to claim. Uh, and that's what I've found through all of this. Um, you know, that's that's been an incredible overcoming of adversity that I never knew I was capable of. So long-winded answer, but um, yeah, I, I would say that's probably a good instance. Yeah, that's a really good,
1: that's a really good answer to that. It's really important that we have people like you that are willing to be that bitch, as you said. Mm-hmm. And Thank that's, you. <laughs> that's, that's so important that we have that. Yeah. So what drew you to that work initially? What gives you the drive to do this? Like, that's a hard thing to set up and be like, yes, I'm going to be willing to go to all of these school board meetings, being willing yeah. to go in front of the, the boards and all of that about medication. What I mean that takes a lot of courage. There's a lot in that. What what drives you but beyond just the obvious it affects you too, but what's the what's the drive?
2: It's needed. And it's amazing that it's it really comes down to being that simple, but it really does. Um, I, I found, you know, there, there are moments that I've come across in life and I've always been this person before I transitioned even um, you know, where I think there are moments that kind of call to us, you know, um, there are moments where you are, you're almost waiting for somebody to, um, to meet the moment, you know? And I think, um, I'm a believer in fate. I'm a believer that fate can take you to areas of, you know, opportunity and then it's up to you. Um, and in those moments, especially with, you know, it's difficult for me to, and I think it's probably diff- difficult, for a lot of trans people to see, um, trans youth being as manipulated as they are right now. Um, so relating it to that, you know, it, it's, it's easy for me to gravitate in the, you know, towards those moments and say, Hey, I was that kid. I may not have come out while that, you know, while I was that young, but inside I was that kid. And if I have the opportunity to do something about um, making it even that much easier for somebody, bet your ass I will, I will, I will do that. Um, And, you know, I will sit there and wait for my Apple watch to give me a notification telling me that my heart rate is higher than 120 beats per minute. (laughs) That happened too, but I'll still be that person if I need to, Um, you know, and it, it, it turns out, you know, more of what I was saying before, you know, when you when you are that person in those moments and you fill the, you know, the the void that you're that you're seeing, it inspires and it inspires other people to do that. Um, one of the last Board of Medicine meetings that we had last year um, before they convened for the for the year, I think that was the first meeting that I went to that I didn't feel like I needed to be the one kind of leading the charge because everybody else was. Um, we were ready. I mean, we were ready to, you know, to meet the moment and so many of us were ready to meet the moment and call them out on what they're doing um, and let people know specifically, you know, the type of things that are happening are directly affecting my life and you need to know that. Um, you know, so I think that's that's really the drive. Um, you know, I think the the drive is just, um, you know, understanding that we've all been that person before you know especially in those moments i'd love for us to be talking about things that are so much less interesting than that you know like i mean yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to be able to have conversations about other other things like that like the things that we're you know we're we're personally into um or you know just what board games we think are the are the greatest, or whatever video games we're into, or you know how many people we know that are in i t um, or <laughs> anything else <laughs> that we can probably really easily identify with, but I mean, yeah. you know I mean that's i am I'm, I'm i I remember when I first got into advocacy, and it wasn't all that long ago, like officially really into it. Um, I started uh, as a board member for. Local LGBTQ group, um, the Democratic Caucus for my uh, my county. I went to a meeting. They invited me to to be there. I decided to be a member. I joined. Um, it was really really welcoming and inviting. And I can understand it was really important work. And after two you know two visits there, they asked me to be on the board. You know, and my first. Act of duty being on the board was to be in a in a gala full of three hundred people um, where we were talking to some of the most influential people in in politics. Um, that's huge. I mean, like I don't have anything previously to reference that to that meets that kind of a moment. you know um, I mean that's what we did and you know, I, I wanted people to know that trans people are in the room uh, that in moments like that, when they're, when they're talking about standing for constituents, they am a constituent and not just a person that you're trying to appease, they am a real person. We are real people with real issues that we need you to help yes. us with. Um, it's really easy for me to go off on tangents. So try to reel me in. No, these tangents are
0: so important. <laughs> Uh, trust me, if you listen to the last episode that we did, um, mm-hmm. I'm also a fan of tangents to go off on. <laughs> of um, okay,
2: but uh, I'll have to listen it, to it for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's I'm so nervous the entire time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of sounds like it reminds me a little bit of a, a superhero origin story, you know, where it's these horrible things are happening. And there's an opportunity to be the person that you wish you had to stand up for, for you, um, you know, back when you were vulnerable. And so it's kind of like, what are you prepared to do to make a difference? And I really admire that you stepped up and I'm so thankful that you did. And I I see you every day on social media, mostly because I'm, you know, I'm I'm across the country, but, um, Mm -hmm. I see the results of that and I, I I'm really thankful and it's impressive and incredible and admirable um all the things that you're doing and that you've done so far so thank you yes.
2: mm-hmm. thank you so much I really appreciate that yeah I do um you know it's um it's been a a really interesting few years you know yeah. it's I mean, trying to put it as lightly as i can i guess um you don't you can be as, it, as dark as you want to be it's fine <laughs> yeah no i mean it's it's hey it's it's easy for it's easy for me to go down that route i'm sure it's easy for just about sure. anybody to go down that route i yeah. really truly want to but you know i'm i'm known for being the person that is as positive as possible and uplifting and tries to you know look at the the other side of 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 things um And the the possibilities instead of, you know, um, doom and gloom. stuff, We have enough of that. We do. And here lately, it's been very difficult, I've felt, to do what I know how to do. Um, There's some really serious things going on uh, that are affecting everyone I know. I don't really know exactly how you turn that down um, when it affects so many people. You know, um, I, I can't, uh, I cannot go through a single day without some of this touching something in my life. Um, that's really tough. Uh, it's, it's heavy. Um, but at the same time, it's, it makes you assess, uh, and really kind of think of what really is important you know, and what you're spending your time doing, what you really truly want and how you can make an impact, how you can make a difference and still your you know, your your sanity through this. Um, It's, it's, it's been a challenge. It's, it really has. Um, I know both of you know what I mean. Um, So it's, I don't know. I, I, I know that here recently it's, it seems like it's been so continual that it just hasn't turned off, right? And through that, I've been trying to spend time making sure that what I put out is going to be impactful, and what I, you know, when I interact with someone, it's going to be for a reason. I have uh, I have other channels that I use to try to, you know, bring people up, check in, make sure they're okay. I reach out to people through DM. They reach out to me. I have a discord server that I, that I'm a part of that, um, you know, that we provide a trans you know, inclusive space that's safe for people to go to. Um, and, you know, just provide a, an area for people to not have to deal with this if they don't want to, um, and not have to worry about being on all the time. Um, that's been incredibly important. Yeah. And, having those types of moments, especially, you know, it's like every single time we pick this stupid thing up, um, you know, it's that, it's that anxiety, you know, and I get it. I totally get it. So I try to, you know, I try to get out the things that are important on top of keeping it light and keeping people connected. And, um, I would like to think I try to do a decent job of it. And, um, you know, I I am just like, thanks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just like of other people that I know, just trying to do my best. You know, that's all, that's all we that can, can, do. can do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. It's it's always really hard to it's the the news cycle is constant and there's new things that we read every single day and not just in Florida, but across the U.S. and across the world, but specifically in the U.S. recently. It's just been, it's been a, it's been a rough go of it. And it's, it's really easy to get weighed down by all of that. And yeah, some days are a lot harder than others. Some days you can kind of take the blows as it go and it not, I don't know, affect you as deeply, but some days hit hard and that balance is so important to find. Yeah. I remember um, maybe about Oh, six months ago to
0: a year ago, I remember right when everything was ramping up. I mean, even more so than, I mean, we're just starting to ramp up. I worked from home mostly, and I literally had to set aside about half an hour of the day to just let myself mourn and cry because of how bad it was getting and how bad we're watching it get. And I tried to express it one time to someone at work, um, others in, in red states who have such a hard time getting what they need to thrive and all the kids who might not come out, uh, you know, and um, or have the opportunity to know who they are. Um, and it, exactly. it, it does weigh on you. Yeah. But at the same time, like, how do you balance that with lifting others up at the same time to make sure that they're OK? It's, it's a very it's a tightrope walk, I think.
2: Revan, I have found that the only thing that really seems to make me feel better about any of this is doing something hands-on. Really. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to get involved in advocacy was because being in the room during some of these conversations, though it's extremely emotional and it's very trying and you have to watch how many spoons you have uh, and take care of yourself. Uh, it makes an impact uh it shows um it shows a side of sanity to people that feel like nothing is sane right now um, i I see that so much so many people that see this nonsense going on around us, and it's almost difficult to you know to feel like there's there's really anybody that is seeing it for what it is. You know, so those are the people that I try to show up for, uh, and it by proxy it kind of helps. You know, I mean, it does it does help me. It helps it helps me keep going when I when I see other people that are going through the same things. You know, they're trying to they're fighting for the same things that we're fighting for, which is really ultimately to just kind of live our lives and be left alone. Um, you know, and to see that many people in one room. So it's it's painful to see. It's also very empowering to see um, when you when you surround yourself with so many people that are fighting for the same thing that you're fighting for. That really helps, and it, it helps on days that you know it's difficult to to turn a lot of that stuff down because it's so loud. Uh, yeah. It's not the only thing that's. It's not the only thing that has made me feel better. There's you know there's other times. It's it's really really difficult to not feel that when people tell stories, you know, and when especially you know when you get DMs from people that are telling you you know thank you so much for, um you know and then they they, you know kind of talk to you about their story, and a lot of it is involving you know either somebody that they that they dearly love, somebody that's in their family or them themselves, um you know and, uh it's really difficult to just say well that that's that's really unfortunate, and I understand, and here's how I can help, or most of the time you can't you know you you can't really help a whole lot, um, but those are the people that you remember you know when you when you go and yeah when you go to a protest or you go to a rally. I met uh, at the center of the LGBTQ center that we have here in Orlando, I met. Uh I, I went with my my best friend and we went to go paint signs for a protest that was coming up. Uh, first one for, for gender affirming care. And I met Maxwell Frost there, uh the representative that um he's the youngest uh, the the youngest member of Congress. He's 25 years old, just got elected here. That's how I met him was at a sign painting party that he was um, that he decided to come to and it was at the very beginning of his campaign when really nobody knew him to have, you know, conversations like that and just got to talk to, to him a little bit about what he's about. And um, that was incredibly helpful uh, to hear somebody that's that in tune with the current climate that really, um, you know, he's very big uh, into gun advocacy uh, to, you know, to, to try to, to curb gun violence. He was directly involved with the shooting, that so it's very near and dear to him. Uh, and you know, to be able to have those types of, of conversations um, in those moments, that kind of really hits everything. You know, it it, it kind of really charges you back up, and you, you need to doing these kind of things. It's I think that's what really everybody needs.
0: Thank you for tuning into Transpotting. Catch us next week on Thursday as we continue with part two of Alyssa McKenzie's interview. We'll spot you then.